0: Welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to such a special guest. I have Michelle Panning with me today, and we were just discussing how we were going to introduce her, and she's just so multifaceted. She is like the queen of femininity, sex, love, relationships, money, everything in between. And she's also the queen of of boundary setting and communicating your needs and that is something I've always really admired her and looked up to her for. So today we have her on the show to talk about what that looks like in business.
1: Oh my gosh. That's such a, like an amazing introduction.
0: <laughs> so happy to have you. Just like reveling in the juiciness of that. I'm like, mm-hmm, go on. <laughs> I bet everyone listening is too like, oh I need some of that in my life.
1: I'm so excited to be here like I'm excited to get into all the things because people do ask me about how I'm so good with boundaries particularly in business all the time so I'm excited to have a space to like free ball on that
0: (laughs) free ball (laughs) riff on it all day long why do you feel like it's such a struggle point for women to set boundaries and then enforce them like if they're not enforced that's like what's the point of setting them
1: well, if it's not a, if it's not enforced, it's not a boundary. It's a preference.
0: Oh, the trigger queen starts already. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
0: not even like
1: self-proclaimed trigger queen. This is a, like a title that has been bestowed upon me from past clients. I feel like people, particularly women, are afraid of setting boundaries because they don't want to be seen as not a nice person. They don't want to be seen as rude, a bitch, selfish, all of those things, you know, like we've been taught since the time that we're two years old, that we need to be polite and be a good girl. And, you know, an example that I like to give is um, when you're younger, and it's like, go kiss your grandma, even though like, you love your grandma, but maybe you just don't feel like you want to do that. But it's like, don't be rude. Go kiss. Your Grandma, and so, from the time we're actually really, really young, we're taught that what's more important than my own personal boundaries is being polite, and so then that gets filtered into business too, where you know people are sliding into the g m s asking for free advice, and it's like, oh well, you know, like they've bared their heart and soul to me, and so like now I have to say something, or my client is messaging me at eleven p m or eleven thirty at night, and they need me, and so like I'm exhausted and I have to message. And I'm like, you don't have
0: to do anything. Well, yeah, a like, whole other like element gets thrown into the mix when now someone's paying you.
1: Yeah, 100%. And it's
0: not to say that I don't ever respond at 11 p.m.
1: Like, But I check in with myself, like, do I actually want to respond? Very rare that I do respond at that time of night, but I just did before it was like 10 o'clock at night i'm like i feel available for that right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: but if i didn't i don't feel bad that i'm not responding until the next day you know but so many of us are terrified of being seen as a bitch or rude or mean and all these things and so it fucks with their identity
0: When it comes to setting boundaries in your business, aside from just client communication, where do you think that comes up otherwise that we need to be thinking about as business owners?
1: I think for me, a lot of it is around my time, Mm. like where I'm willing to put my time. And yeah, client communication is a huge one. (laughs) I say in my containers, I'm here in the Facebook group. I am happy to respond. Do not message me outside of the Facebook group because that is not the level of support that I'm giving here. People sliding into your DMs and honestly, boundaries around your energy as well. You know, if people are leaving nasty comments or just whatever, like, I don't have the
0: time. I'm like, cool, great. Even like pricing discounts, like- things like oh that. my gosh that so much and like like you said about being the bitch like even even just saying no is so hard to some women and like I've had it happen to me a hundred times where like people aren't shy about like hey can I have like a coupon or can I have a discount and being put in those situations or you have a client that's like hey can I like have a more flexible payment plan or can we have an extra call like asking for things that you genuinely want to say no to
1: you know what's so funny about that taylor is that didn't even come to my mind because that never happens to me
0: because you're so fucking Mm -hmm. unavailable for it
1: yeah i'm just so unavailable for it i'm like why would someone ask for a discount (laughs) (laughs) like it's i've maybe had maybe three people in my entire coaching career ask for like a scholarship. Yeah. And like, that's something that I may consider in the future. Like it doesn't feel aligned right now, but people asking for discounts, people asking for extra calls, people asking for extra things, it doesn't even come into my field because I'm just not available for it. I'm like, I would never go to a store, um, you know, I guess like most of your audience is American, like, I would never go to Walmart or something and be like, can I have a discount on this? Like, (laughs) no, you can't bargain or like go to Chanel and be like, excuse me. Yeah, it's a little bit out of my budget. So if you could just discount the bag, that would be great. Well, even
0: you and I were chatting last night about like the difference in brand representation between a Walmart and a Chanel and just like the different type of people that approach those brands and what's acceptable versus non acceptable like that in itself. And I would never think too, especially with my own mentors, people like I genuinely value and respect to like break their boundary like that because your pricing, your rates, your structure of container is a boundary.
1: 100%. And like the other place where your boundaries is really important, and this actually outweighs every single boundary we just spoke about, which is boundaries with yourself.
0: Oh my God, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Like you
1: can't be fucking breaking your own boundaries. If you say that you're not going to be online after office hours, don't be online after office hours. If you say that you're going to take the mornings to journal and have cacao and go for a walk or whatever you want to do, do that. Stop like overriding your boundaries because we're teaching people how to treat us in every single moment. So it's like, if you're just willing to, Fuck off on your own boundaries. Then other people are like, okay, cool. She doesn't value her time. She doesn't value her energy. She doesn't value her containers. Then, like, whatever. Neither do I. Yeah.
0: Always teaching people how to treat us. That's so huge. And I've completely fallen into that before. And I think we've even talked about this where I was like, I said I wasn't going to do this and I'm doing it. And it feels like shit and I'm depleted. And I have like all of these things coming up. So I need to not do that anymore yeah
1: yeah absolutely and you can like I think when you're learning boundaries too you're going to be over-boundaried and then under-boundaried while you kind of find your footing and so you may be like really harsh with your boundaries and be like do not ever message me past 5 p.m like I don't care if you're dying you know like I'm just using that as an example or you may be like well like I'm really still scared to set this boundary so I'm just gonna like say the thing and then hope they respect it and so I think there's a learning curve in being okay with setting boundaries and the thing is when you set boundaries particularly if you're new to this and you do have that good girl complex you're probably gonna feel guilty you're probably gonna feel bad and be like oh my god I am a horrible person. Like, how are they going to take this? How are they going to react to this? Like, they're going to hate me. They're not going to want to work with me. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, first off, if someone doesn't want to work with me, because I have boundaries, I sure as fuck don't want to work with them. <laughs> <laughs> like so true. That's not my ideal client. You know, like I want, and the thing is I teach women how to have boundaries. So I need to be strong in my own to be the transmission for that. 100. And. 10%. So there's a learning curve and you're going to, you're probably going to feel guilty and feel bad and just be with that. Just be like, okay, cool. I'm feeling this. And other people's feelings are not your responsibility.
0: Even if they're your clients.
1: Even if they're your clients. Like the thing is, we're, we're in the business, like, I guess no matter what kind of coach you are. Of empowering our clients. So I say, I'm like, I'm not here to babysit you. 100%. I'm here to support you and love you and empower you and like pick you up when you're feeling like a bag of dicks. But also, like, I'm empowering you to learn how to do this for yourself.
0: You and know, it's what sure. you'll find too, I think, is like, even when things are on fire, like, nothing is ever urgent. Like nobody is going to literally die. Like no one's business is going to crumble. Nobody's relationship is going to fall apart if you take a day or a few hours or a few days to get back to somebody.
1: Yeah. I mean, there have been many a time where I have been in boxer to you being like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> and, <laughs>
0: surprise. I'm here. You <laughs> like, know I like wake up. Well, Michelle's in Australia for those of you who don't know. So the time difference, sometimes I wake up and- she had like a full on, like whatever meltdown. And then by the time I wake up, she's like taking care of it herself. I think that's a gift. Because it also breaks the bond of like needing someone to fix it for you when you just have that space to be in your own feelings and and work through it and process it and not, you know, have that immediate coddling.
1: Totally. And here's the thing. If you struggle with boundaries, I can almost bet you struggle with codependency. And, uh, I don't want to be codependent to anyone. I don't want to be codependent to my partner. I don't want to be codependent with my friends. I don't want to be codependent with my coaches. I don't even want to be codependent with my business.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Which like I'm working on, (laughs) (laughs) It's a journey. It's a journey because, you know, I think you hit a level of success and then you're like, oh my God, wow, I've made it. I'm a somebody now. And it's like, okay, wait, let's take a step back. Cause I'm always a somebody regardless of what my bank account says, regardless of the business success that I'm having. Like I actually don't need my business to validate who I am as a person. It does feel nice from time to time, like full transparency, yeah. but it's like, I don't want to be in a relationship. I actually said to one of my girlfriends today, cause she was sick and she's in a launch and she's like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I think I'm just going to like push through and then I might take the weekend off. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Tell people the launch is postponed until you're feeling better. Yeah. Like, you're not a slave to your business you don't work for the business the, the business works around you
0: mm, and so good.
1: you get to decide how it works like you get to play in the magic of anything is possible and i just don't want to play in the realm of like i am a slave to my business to my clients or to my bank account
0: If you know deep in your soul that 2022 is going to be the year you break through six figures in your business, I invite you to join the 2022 cohort of the CEO Mastermind. The CEO Mastermind is a five-month experience where your big business dreams transform into a flourishing and fulfilling business reality. We have a few spots left and we kick off in February. So you can go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash mastermind for all of the details and to claim your spot. Then that kind of transitions into like, okay, your boundaries are being broken or you're not communicating them effectively. And now you need to use your voice and say what you need or ask for what you need or enforce a boundary can you talk about that that is one of the things that I have always struggled with like behind the scenes in my office I'm like I'm boundaryed in this and I don't want this and then I'm not available for this and then it comes to like telling people and I'm like mm, okay yeah maybe if you could just I don't know do this thing or maybe not I mean <laughs> yeah. it's up to
1: you it's fine either way you know what don't worry about it <laughs> Exactly. Totally. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's going to be fucking hard.
0: Yeah.
1: It's going to be hard because there's all of this thing that you're dealing with of like, what are they going to think? And you need to detach yourself from that. So when it comes to actually speaking the thing, like I like to have like little, you know, you can do like quick replies on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like when people slide into my DMS and tell me like their life story, I like, you know, first validate that. And then it's like, And out of respect for my paying clients, I have a personal boundary that I don't give out free advice in the DMs. Here's what's available. You can listen to my podcast. You can join this program, blah, 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 blah. And that's not even a marketing thing. It's like, I actually, I want to serve you. I'm not going to give you free advice in the DMs. And when it comes to setting any other boundary, like there's behind the scenes doing mindset work around it. Like, what are you making it mean? And then I think there's an element of like, feel terrified and do it anyways, because we're just waiting until, you know what? I'm going to set it when I, when I don't feel scared anymore. I'm like, bitch, I feel scared all the time.
0: (laughs) I feel scared all the time.
1: Yes. And people call me like the boundaries queen. And, and I still struggle sometimes to say, no, I can't do that. In my business I'm pretty good, but like I find it difficult in my relationships. Mm. Because I'm and and I I'm a relationship coach.
0: <laughs> right.
1: You know? It's scary. So I think, you know, Mel, whatever her name is, Mel Robbins, I think her name is. 54321 that thing. Literally.
0: And you're you're always giving your clients a gift when you do that. Like I I know um over the summer, a lot of the listeners know about this, you know about this, Michelle is one of my close clients and my close friends, like, I had a death in my family, and I just needed to kind of like go off the radar and like response time was spotty. And I'm going into maternity leave, and I'm going to be like easing back in. And then my response time is going to look different than it has. And like, I had some squeamishness around those things, but I allowed myself to have them anyways. And that had like a powerful ripple effect on everyone who I was communicating those boundaries with
1: absolutely and the more you get okay with your own boundaries the more other people around you are okay with it like I promise it's like when you're communicating something that you feel funky about people feel that yeah they feel that you're not certain right it's like when you drop your prices and you're like it's like ten thousand dollars (laughs) and people feel that you're like confused about it you feel a bit weird there's a funky energy rather than being like this is what it is neutrality (laughs) yeah yeah totally it's like it doesn't matter either way right and so I think the more you you become okay with it and you do the internal work right what am I making this mean if I set a boundary and someone doesn't like it, what am I making that mean? and I heard once, and I usually use this in relationship context, but I'm sure this can work in business and particularly with clients. you know it's like the only people who will be pissed off at you setting boundaries are the people who benefited from you not having any.
0: Oh, I've heard that before it's so good,
1: yeah, like if I'm there for you. I'm like, yeah, girls set boundaries. Do your thing. And if I feel weird about your boundary, that's my work. Mm, That is such a good point. Yeah. Like someone being annoyed that I've set a boundary is not my issue. It's not that I don't care and I don't have compassion for them. I'm like, yeah, girl, like, I don't like being told no either. (laughs) Join the club. (laughs) Like I'm kind of spoiled and I like to get what I want. So I don't like (laughs) being told no, but also respect, respect. And you are number one. This is
0: just
1: so so real. It's so real. And like, honestly, in my business, if I'm fucking depleted because I am like responding and at your beck and call, I can't even show up and give you the full realness of my transmission. I can't show up and support you in the way that I desire to and the way that you need
0: me to. It's like half-assed. And then it's like, it shifts into the conversation of like, are you even being an integral, responsible business owner and mentor? Like I'm doing a lot of marketing around the CEO mastermind right now. And the one thing I keep talking about is like, I was in choice to not run it this past year because I knew going into my first pregnancy, moving and running two masterminds, one of them was going to get the shit end of the stick. And that felt horrible to me. And I knew the CEO mastermind brought in six figures of revenue. I knew what I was saying no to, but I also knew that if I broke that boundary, I'd be taking money in a really gross way and just feel like I would either have to over-deliver and override and over-exhaust myself or I just say, no, that's not for me this year and that's okay.
1: 100%. And it speaks to like integrity, right? You know, I think imposter syndrome is something that comes up so much uh-huh. in business. I know, like for me, it comes up a lot. And Cause I have a very similar thing of like, there's a container that does really well and brings in a lot of money. And I'm like, I don't think I want to run it anymore. You know? And I definitely, there's a, there's another one. That's like my, my, my baby. And I'm going to shift that into like not running it live. And it seems like a stupid decision, like logically. I'm like, that sounds dumb. Why would you do, why would you do that? You have something that is so successful. Why would you do that? But I wouldn't be an integrity if I did it because I would be doing it from a place of obligation. And I preach like living in joy, living in pleasure, like doing what you want to do, living, you get to create the rules and I'm not going to martyr myself for anything. It's an amazing program, but I'm not going to
0: play the martyr to my business or to my clients. I'm just not. Can you elaborate on that? I know you could probably talk for hours on just to the martyr, but like if someone's hearing that and they don't necessarily know what it means in business.
1: Yeah, the martyr is like, it's an archetype that I deal with in the the container that I'm ending. Um. <laughs> so sorry. But basically, like this is an archetype that is actually quite pedestaled in society. It's an archetype that gives and gives and gives and gives and gives with absolutely no boundaries. And so people can take that as unconditional love, Mm. but it's a shadow of that because it's actually giving out of obligation rather than giving from a place of overflow. It's giving from a place of depletion. The martyr is like, I will give you everything until my last breath. The thing with the martyr though, is there's a lot of resentment around yeah, that. Yeah. So it's like, I have given and given and given, and I'm getting nothing back. How dare you? You know? And the thing is like, you <laughs> if someone who plays this archetype and you're like, oh, let me help you. And they're like, no, 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 let me do it myself. so they'll complain that they have to do everything themselves but then not allow anyone to support them because that would fuck with their identity of being a quote-unquote good person that shit is so deep you know so like this is this is where they go oh my god I just I can't keep up like my business I'm just swamped there's so much to do and you're like hire support and you're like no no I can't, let me tell you all the reasons why that won't work for me. I'm like, okay, well then stop complaining. I don't want to hear it. And so that's exactly the example that my mind went to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, you have a problem, here's a solution. But when your identity is so tied into sacrifice, like it's that is not an option that feels available to you. It's like when you're in a relationship with someone and you could look at this as like client- coach relationship as well but if you are with someone who plays victim and you are always rescuing them and then they stop playing victim you feel like you've lost your place and a lot of people will want to put that person back in victim or the or the opposite way around where it's like if you always play victim and you're always being rescued. And this person is like, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. You'll want to drag them back to that dynamic, which is essentially the drama triangle because there's also the perpetrator in that. But it's like, because your whole identity is wrapped up in being a rescuer, being a martyr, being the one who saves people, who sacrifices. That when someone is like, You don't have to do that. You're like, get out of my face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That goes back to neutrality too. Like there's all these labels and identities that we place on ourselves that we feel like we can't explore outside of, or if we do something out of character, putting in air quotes, that it's going to mean something about ourselves or people are going to think something about us. And it's just such a messy thing that I think comes alive, especially for women in business.
1: Absolutely. And if you want to have a six figure, multi six figure, seven, eight, nine figure business, whatever, what identity are you willing to let die? Are you willing to let the nice girl, the people pleaser, the good girl, are you willing to let her die? Are you willing to let the martyr die? Are you willing to step into your queen? Are you willing to own your inner bitch? Are you willing to reclaim that? Like, what are you willing to do? Because the thing is, like, you can do whatever you want. That's fine. You're in total choice of your life. But just know that every action has a reaction and
0: you get to choose what action you want to take. Oh, my gosh. Like, I almost want to end there because (laughs) like, that was just like a mic drop moment. Go back, like, listen to that last like minute over and over and over again. Because it's so true. The last thing I want to mention, I think, is just like the expectation that we put on ourselves and these identities. It's like sometimes they think about like when you like need to email a customer support service for like a corporate. Like if you're emailing at 9pm on a Monday, you're already like in your awareness. You're probably like, I'm not going to probably hear back till Thursday. Like just because you know, that's like they're now at your beck and call. And we don't create this narrative about like those assholes. They don't care about us. What a bitch behind the screen. Like it's just an established boundary. It's from a super neutral place. It's just the way that it goes. And we just sit and we wait and we go about our lives and we get the solution. And then we move on.
1: 100%. Nothing means anything. Nothing means anything. You just are going to reply tomorrow. And you know what? Like, yeah, I've had one or two clients out of like literally hundreds come back and say like oh i wish you would have responded to the facebook post like a little bit sooner but that's okay <laughs> like no one was upset like yeah. no one's upset by it you know they understand yeah. that i've got a life i've got other things going on and even if i don't have anything going on i don't owe you my undivided attention 24 7 just because you're paying me a lot of money like no
0: we and were just talking, talking like, last night too about like boxer coaching like it, it used to be this thing that's marketed. Even I was guilty of this. Of like, you get me in your back pocket. And now I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. Nobody gets me in their back pocket. I don't care what you're paying me. And just even being clear on that, like it doesn't make boxer coaching less valuable. It just means you're more boundaried and full and in choice around it.
1: 100%. Like, we don't live together. I'm not your roommate. Like, even if I was your roommate, like you still don't get access to me. My partner... Doesn't have access to me 24 7. Exactly. There, there are times where I'm like, baby, no, I'm not. Sounds like I'm like mothering him, but I'm just like, (laughs) I'm not available right now. Like I'm journaling. Yeah. (laughs) I'm journaling. I'm having cacao. I'm, you know, doing whatever I want to do. I'm having a bath.
0: I was and in the zone okay. yesterday and my husband kept walking in and like he could just feel that like I didn't have any He, he literally made a comment. He was like, okay, I'm going to leave you alone for a little bit. I'm like, great. That's exactly what I want. Leave me alone for a little bit. Love you, but see you in a few hours. Yes, exactly. Like you don't owe anybody
1: anything freedom. and total freedom. And I think it's just important that You start to really value your time, your energy, your space, all of it. Because this, like, the more that you value that, the more that other people value that as well. And like I said, I do not attract these people at all because my energetic field is just like, nope, not available for that at all. Like, People who want free shit or want me to do things for free or whatever. It, it doesn't even enter my sphere
0: at all. So become unavailable for it. This was like one of my favorite episodes ever. Like I was just sitting here in awe of every word and I'm like, so good. So where can people find you? What do you have going on? I know everyone's just going to be like, give me more of a yeah, So. Yeah.
1: I, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. So at Michelle Panning, I'm always doing funny stories. So come be in the vibe. I
0: just want to to link everything for you guys too in the show notes.
1: Yeah. You can message me and say, hi, like,
0: (laughs) I'm not like, do not ever speak to me.
1: (laughs) That's not the vibe at all. I'm like, message me, say hi, tell me like what's going on in your life. But Yeah. I don't do free coaching. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My website is michellepanning.com. And then as far as what I, what I have going on. So I have a four week dating program coming up in November, which is you creating your dating Bible, which is really exciting. and then this isn't for sure, but like follow me on Instagram for more details because I think next year I'm going to run a mastermind on helping women to really step into their power around love, sex, and money. So if you liked the vibe of this, this is pretty much the vibe of the six-month container. Oh my God.
0: Yes. I have been in a container with Michelle before. Like she is, she walks the walk. She practices what she preaches. She's fully embodied. Like I'm so happy to have her on the show. And if you guys like she's saying enjoyed her vibe definitely connect with her and think about working with her at this level because it is it's an experience like no other truly oh thanks you're <laughs> welcome thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your gifts
1: thank you so much for having me this has been pure fire I'm so blooded. fun.
0: i'm gonna go back and listen to this bitch like- <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you tag us on Instagram. Let us know your biggest takeaway and we'll catch you next week on Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.